You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, good morning. I'm Peter Wallen, and I'm here with Darlene Ike, the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels here in Chemung County. And Darlene, it's great to have you here today. Good morning, Peter. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. So we want to talk a little bit about um, Meals on Wheels, of course, and then more, more specifically, the volunteers, the people that come here and volunteer on a daily basis to help Meals on Wheels and help serve our community. Sure. So um, do me a favor, tell us a little bit about your background and the background history of Meals on Wheels. Oh gosh, my background, well I'm in my 25th year with Meals on Wheels and Meals on Wheels started in 1970 and in 1970 they had six clients, they were serving nine meals per day. Right now we have 325 clients and we're doing over 400 meals per day. 400 meals a day, yes. wow. That's and fantastic. It's, it's you know it's it's gotten worse since COVID, obviously, because there are seniors that just don't want to go out and need to stay home, and so we're picking them up also. Fantastic. So let's talk about volunteers, the mm-hmm. people that come here and volunteer on a regular basis. First of all, how many staff members do you have, and then how many volunteers do we have here? There are eleven staff. Three are full time, eight are part time, and the rest of the work that is done with all of that we do, there's over two hundred volunteers that work with wow. us. So 200 volunteers, and every day there's volunteers coming here, and they might just work maybe one day a week, perhaps? Right. Or Some work one day a week, some work five days a week. It depends on what they're comfortable with and what they want to do. Um, they help prepare, they help package, and they help deliver. So let's use today as an example. Today's a Friday, and mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about how the volunteers will work today and what your food prep sure. time, even by time frame. How does sure. this work? It's well, the, the staff show up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they start doing all the heavy work, um, the meats and things like that. The volunteers start showing up between 7 and 7.30. Some don't come till 8 o'clock, but they will prepare the sandwiches. They will dish up the salads that have been prepped. They will dish up desserts, get them all packaged, and then they stay on the lines and help package the hot meals and the cold meals. And then around 10.30, all the meals start being delivered, so right. we have... Uh, usually about 38 volunteers that show up to deliver the routes. So we deliver routes. How many routes do we do? We have 19 routes, and then we have one route that goes out once a week. It's an area that we really Mm. can't get a volunteer to say, I'll go out there every day of the week. So we do a once a week delivery. Fantastic. So 38 volunteers are delivering, so 19 routes. There's Mm -hmm. two people to a a delivery, to a crew. And how does that work? So we have a driver and a We have what we call a driver and a runner. Um, The runner is basically the person that actually takes the meal to the house and normally visits with the client. But because of COVID-19, we have to even change that whole delivery process. We do a drop and go now. They go up to the door, there's usually a table or a bag or a cooler that the client has left. They put the meal in that, knock, 
announce Meals on Wheels and step back at least six feet. Make sure the client picks up the meal because especially in the hot weather, you don't want to leave it there. Absolutely. That's the way we can make sure the client is okay too. And if they don't pick up the meal, then they do a phone call or they call the office and we trace them down. So safety first and safety is so important certainly Absolutely. during this uh, pandemic situation. But let's talk a little bit, little bit about the connection we have with the with the, the people that are at home that are getting the meals. So a volunteer will come every day and just kind of do a little bit of a checkup. Absolutely, and that's what we've always said, we're more than a meal. That client knows that they're going to be checked on every day, their family knows they're going to be checked on every day, and we know we've saved lives. Um, we, have, we only deliver Monday through Friday. Right. On a Friday, we deliver to a client and we normally pick up his paper and take his mail into him. This is prior to COVID. We can't do that right now, but we still make sure they're all okay. We took that in, the client was fine, accepted the meal. We went to deliver Monday to the client because we don't do Saturday, right. Sundays. And his paper was still there, his mail was still there. He didn't answer the door. So we have an emergency procedure we go through. We, we have usually one or two emergency contacts. We contacted the first one, they couldn't get an answer contacted the second one and they had been trying to reach him all weekend. Right. We finally had to have the police go and broke in the door and he had fallen Friday afternoon. Oh my. So he laid there all weekend and who knows if we hadn't delivered Monday what would have happened. Right. Wow. So it's there's a, lots of It's a sad story like but it's also a story of connection. You yes. know, of the volunteers checking in on the homeowners and, and the residents that need our, our services. And it's a socialization. For most of our clients or a lot of our clients we're the only people they see every day. So we're the only human beings that you know they talk incredible, to. Incredible, incredible. So if I wanted to volunteer, I could do one of many, many different things at Meals on Wheels. I could just be a driver, and, and if I'm an introverted person, I can just be a driver and sit in my car, but drive around to the roots mm -hmm. while my partner, the runner, mm -hmm. takes the food out of the cooler in the backseat of the car and then delivers it to the people. Absolutely, so. we have some drivers that really have a hard time walking and stuff, they're mm. still able to drive, but they want to be able to give back to the community. So this is perfect for them. They use their vehicle, they come here and we pick up the runner and the meals and they drive the person around and they know they're giving back. Fantastic. Or if people want to stay here, just work in the kitchen. They might oh, have some absolutely. kitchen skills or just some, some skills that they can we work on the them. line. <laughs> Very good. Very good. You know, let's talk about um, the connection piece of it, you know, what, what's the average age that you think is of a volunteer here? Our average age right now is actually lower than it's been in years because of COVID-19. We've received a lot of younger people helping out, but we're running right around 72 at the moment. 72 years old is the yes. average age of average a volunteer. Age, yes. So someone might, you know, volunteer naturally, uh, volunteer, but they could have been retired recently or you know, finishing up their job, their career, and they're just looking for something to do the next phase of their life. Right. They could come down here and work one day a week at Meals on Wheels. We have a lot of retirees, and right now we have a lot of teachers. Um, when the COVID pandemic hit, a lot of the teachers you know, were doing the online learning and things like that and needed something else to do. So we have them, we have college students that were sent home. So that's why our age has dropped a little yeah. bit. It was running into the 80s. So. Dollars and cents, you know, I'm on the board of Meals and Meals, so I watch the budgets and I watch how, how money works and we've been doing this for a long time, Darlene. How much, you know, how much would we have to pay to have all these volunteers? You know, if we didn't have the volunteers, what would it really cost us in well, dollars and cents? The, the statistics say the average volunteer is worth $24 an hour. 
So if you look at all the volunteers we have, we're running with about a $750,000 budget right now. Our budget would close to triple. Incredible. And, Incredible. you know, a lot of that is state, federal, and county funding, and who knows what's going to happen with that in the future. So Meals on Wheels with 11 paid workers really does need as much assistance and support from the volunteers in the community to help run this. Absolutely. We basis. couldn't run the program without the volunteers. And when we go to hire new staff or have to replace the staff, that's the first thing I tell them, is our jobs are dependent on the volunteers, so we need to make them happy, you know, as best as possible. And, uh, and I'll tell the staff, unless a volunteer is doing something illegal, immoral, or against health department rules, let them be as long as the work is getting done. Fantastic, fantastic. So, um, last question for you, and then we'll talk just about contact. Connection. You know, talk about how the volunteers do connect with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know it's a little bit challenging now with COVID, and hopefully we'll get past this. But, you know, the togetherness, the working together, the, the feeling, uh, sense of belonging to an organization, you know, the people skills. Sure. It, it You'd have to be here on a daily basis to see it. We have volunteers that were obviously out because of COVID, and they're now starting to come back, and it's just the camaraderie when they come back, and we can't give the hugs, but you can tell the hugs want to be yeah. there. We have some that are immunocompromised, but they're now coming back because we've been very safe as far as sterilizing and gloves and things like that. They are their own family. They watch out for each other right. afterwards. They'll ask if somebody's not here, why are they not here? You know, it's that connection they have. To I love it. I just love the sense of community. So that we're here, we're working for a, for a noble cause and a great purpose, but it's also bringing some of the people skills and the connections together and, and, and good friends. They're, they're, friends they're very good friends, yes. So how do we contact you? If someone does want to become a volunteer, even you know, sometime deep into the future, how would they contact Meals well, on Wheels? They can always us? go to our website, and there is a volunteer application on it. We never know what we have available at that stage, so it's easiest to give us a call um, at 734-9535, it's area code 607. And what's the website? MealsOnWheelsShemung.org. Very good. And I know there's a Facebook page too, and there's quite yes, a few Facebook entries and things out in the, in the, the social world there that people can see and, and connect with. So, Darlene, thank you so much. We're going to continue with another podcast uh, to talk more about the Capital Cam Campaign, Perfect. Capital Campaign, how we built this wonderful building here. But for now, we're going to sign off. And um, um, so great to talk to you, my friend. This is thank wonderful. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for being a board member. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.